Hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore and David Wayne Young. Yes, welcome everyone to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm not. I'm David W. Young, the, the, the one and only. The one and only da- David uh, Bruce Wayne Young. The W changed. It's for something else now. Oh, what not, is it for? I'm now? not allowed. I'm not allowed to say it on radio. Oh, oh okay. It's one <laughs> no. of those words. This is a family show, David. Just keep that in mind. Right. As it's Whitney. Proven. David Whitney Young. <laughs> David Eli Whitney Young. <laughs> so anyway, this is the uh, this is the torture podcast. Uh, torture podcast five, I think. Who Something the like fuck that. counts these things? Who cares? I just, in, fact, I, even, I, in fact, let's not even fucking record this. <laughs> I don't count them. I just I participate as in as many of these as I can. I Absolutely. say, oh, is there a torture? Oh, well, I'm there, obviously. <laughs> I have to do my due diligence. Absolutely. And uh, today, Davey, uh, we're talking about Disco Godfather, yes. Theodore Rex, And the movie you recommended, Starleaf. That's correct. So, why don't we just go ahead and get right into the action with Disco Godfather. Oh, man. Put Um. your weight on it. (laughs) Put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. Um, Can I give my uh, backstory with this movie? So, um, around the time, it was like actually... Kind of like I, I was like editing Brimstone episode one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and a friend of mine, uh, Richard, shots to Richard, if you're listening, he's not. Um, Hi, Richard. <laughs> uh, he he lent me, uh, we got to talking about black exploitation films, and he was like, oh, have you ever seen Dolomite? And I'm like, no, I, I know about Dolomite, but I've never seen it. And he's like, I've got the Rudy Ray Moore collection, like this uh, this video box set, and it had that, a couple others, and uh, Disco Godfather, and so I like I think this one, like Dolomite's great, but I think this one stood out a little bit more of like just. Uh, it had some different qualities, and I, you know, after seeing it, this was probably like what 2013, so. Uh, after seeing it all that time ago, I was like, I have to share this with somebody. And, <laughs> I mean, you were, you were the right man. <laughs> so, David, tell me, what did you think of Disco Godfather? To put it in the 1979 vernacular, I would say that this movie had a very fresh feel to it. I have yeah. never personally experienced anything like Disco Godfather in my entire life. Um, I, I guess I should ask, how familiar are you with uh, Rudy Ray Moore? Uh, not, not at all, to be honest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to be honest. I think I was the most enraptured in this film of all three films. I just I couldn't look <laughs> yes. away. I couldn't not look away. It's kind of like it's kind of amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like it really it's is. Like it, like cuz it's, you know, it's definitely like I, one of my major takeaways from watching it this time was like it's actually a pretty competently made movie except for when it's trying to be an action movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um uh, it, any other time it's pretty great like his costumes are fucking fantastic. The they're set dressing. Amazing. Yeah. Is like like his uh his office and like his bedroom uh they're like they're fucking like the most amazing sets I've ever seen in any movie ever. <laughs> I think that's where all the budget went. And so when they when they yeah. went to talk about action, they were like, "Well, we should get a stunt guy, right?" And they're like, "Well, that usually costs money and we <laughs> oh, spent no, it no. all." <laughs> so, we'll just use we'll just use guys that um are the actors we'll just use the right (laughs) well well it's like so rudy always plays like characters who like 
This one's probably like a bit closer to his age, but they always seem to be like 20 years younger than him. Oh, Because he was probably like like 50 when this movie came out. Um, So it's like he's a little old to be playing like, you know, super cop action hero. Right. But, I mean, you know, like... Still so had like to put anytime, it in there a little bit. But it's like, it's like I wonder how much of it is like, you know, a little bit of ego and how much of it is like, well, you know, we got like, oh, you know, Rudy's got to do the stunts like, you know, or um, or like <laughs> they can't afford a stunt person or whatever. I honestly think it had to be like a, a budget, like um, a skew in the budget. You know what I mean? Uh Like, I really do, because there are some things that were just done so well, and they fit so well within the story. And then Mm -hmm. there are other times that I'm like, oh, I I see. And it was usually a fight scene. The first one being the the telephone thing, where I was like, oh. Yeah. That's the worst one, too. Yeah, it really is the worst one. Um, and then like they was... get a little bit better near the end, but yeah. like that one, that one especially is just like really jarring in how incompetent the movie suddenly becomes. Yeah, and you, you'll see. Um, I mean, I, my first shock, I think, there was the look of surprise that uh, that uh, God, I, I keep wanting to call him Godfather. His name starts with a T in the movie. Tucker. Tucker. Thank you. That the look of surprise that Tucker has yes. right right before he gets hit in the head, um, <laughs> <laughs> like like he just knows it's gonna happen even though it's behind him, uh, which is just amazing. Um, you know, so he's got this look of shock, and then you hear it connect with the back of his head, right. and that's just that's cinema gold right there. It is. Um, well, it's like you know when he's when he's like when he's kind of just like talking fairly, you know, in a in a fairly casual way. He's not a bad actor. Oh no! But it's like no, he's, as soon he's as he's like presence. spewing, yeah. As soon as like like he's charming, like mm. like bar none, he's charming. But like uh, anytime he like anytime there's like a catchphrase, it's like the the acting suddenly turns off and he starts hamming it up. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, Obviously, we, we already talked about Put Your Weight on it, but just, like, like the, there's a very early scene where uh, uh, Rudy is, is his name, the, um, uh, the, the kid who, uh, the, the kid who was taking angel dust, uh, he, <laughs> he keeps going, what has he had? Oh, yeah, what has he had? And I, What has they, he had? He said it once, and it was fine. And then he said it again, and they told him what he has had. And you're yeah. like, all right. And then he says it a third time. You're like, yeah. no, no, no. You you just got the I think the they're even taking off. him, the third time, they're even, like, taking him off to the hospital. And he's like, what has he had? Yeah. He's like, but doctor, what has he had? <laughs> I, I just, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, no, no, no. You got the answer. You just, yeah. you got to wait and see how he does now (laughs) it's like when someone tells you look you've got the flu it's gonna be pretty bad for a while and then you go but what's wrong with me though yeah no no, tucker that was a couple pages ago like we're 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 moving on um Um, there was another fight scene that caught my attention it was the yeah i i thought there was a stylistic stagger going on um do you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 where it just suddenly it was like weird, like stop frames. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I can see how this would be cool if you were doing it at the right time. Well, but- it seems because it, they play it for the you know for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, they play it as though it's sort of like you know like with, like sixties Batman where he punches someone and there's like a mm-hmm. you know pow comes on screen. Except there's no pow; it just stops. <laughs> it's yep. really weird and clunky, and like they do it too much. And they do it also because I'm a I'm a sucker for things that are done like this stylistically. Like if yeah. you can, for example, I, people love to talk about jump cuts, whether you love them or hate them, uh, that's mm-hmm. up to you. But if it's done well, I can appreciate it. This yeah. this kind of is the same thing where it's like I I can see 
how it would have gone incredibly well and looked incredibly good, but it's like they timed it wrong. Yeah, no, because I mean, like, this is a very, I mean, this is like a a, a very like seventies uh, uh, editing choice. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, you see this all over films from this era, but it's like, yeah, it, it like there's just a complete ineptitude towards when to do it. Right. Like, it just like it was like they selected frames at random during this scene, whereas other movies use it very effectively. And I'm like, I'm sure it just kind of fell out of fashion because people were seeing it way too much. Sure. No, that makes sense. And I, I will say that I, I really do think now that I'm considering editing along with everything else, I really do think the budgeting skew thing makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now that now that I think about it, because. The editing is yet one other thing that was kind of uh, hit or miss throughout the... Yeah, agreed. Um, And then, of course, framing. Uh, There were a ton of close-ups that didn't need to be close-ups. Yeah, there was was like one in particular. Uh, Like some of them you could almost kind of like pass off as like weird artistic choices. There was one specifically where uh, they're in uh, Tucker's in a car with like the police chief or whatever, yeah. and the fucking camera is like right under him, like <laughs> close up lens. It's like I don't need to see up Tucker's nostrils. Like what the fuck is happening? Um, and yeah, it was just it was just like the weirdest fucking angle. And it's like this was this was not on purpose. <laughs> they like. They just fucking, like, crammed somebody in the car and had no room. That was what happened. Also, that police chief or sergeant or whatever. Um, yeah. The, during the first few scenes he was there, I thought he was blind. Really? Like, he wasn't moving his eyes at all. And then they have him driving, and I'm like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> I wonder if there were cue cards or something. Yeah. <laughs> now you turn your... Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. I'm like, yeah, how would he read those if he's blind? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in real life, David. You know, if he's uh, really blind. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, kind of talking about style a little bit here. Um, so, we have, like, throughout the movie, we see a couple, like, uh, like angel dust trip scenes. Mm, um everyone kind of like sees this same demon which i think is supposed to be like the uh like the angel dust demon or something um and they're actually like they're 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 a little hit and hit and miss themselves they kind of they'll kind of lean towards goofy when like something like really horror related is supposed to be happening but like other than that i mean they're kind of cool like i i think it was like a, a fairly nice choice way to way to you know, depict them. I think too that it, I mean, I'll agree with you because, uh, you know, there are so many ways you could have gone about it with the tools they had then. I mean, you see yeah. them draw over a couple of cells yeah. here and there and that's pretty cool. Um, until it comes to full fruition and you're like, well, uh, that, I, I don't know. It doesn't have the same effect I thought it was going to have when I saw it starting to draw. But, um, one I, of the you know what i oh, almost kind like of feel the better. opposite i kind of feel the opposite about it like the the first few i thought like ooh that doesn't look very good i mean like and I, it's like i was like i got i get it you know uh the last one i was like this is actually kind of neat like <laughs> like obviously it's not a good effect right <laughs> but okay, in terms of like enough. where where they're at i'm like huh you know in terms of like you know uh coming to the peak of the whole thing i mean you know i thought i thought it was a fairly neat little effect the thing that really like cements that choice for me though is the fact that you automatically like dialogue aside you know exactly what's happening to these guys you know you know that it's a trip yeah 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 you know and i mean that's that's hard enough to do without imagining uh some sort of you know crazy dreamscape because, yeah. I mean, you and I are both used to animation, full-on animation, where right. if there is someone who's having a nice, trippy acid dream, well, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can show that. And they did what they could with live action and mm-hmm. still got the message across, no matter if you're paying attention to the dialogue or not, which I thought was, you know, 
it, it's really yeah. important. No, it's it was like because and they're like there's like a nice like there's a nice thematic tra- transition whenever they do it. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like in a dark room. There's red lights and everything. It's like yeah, they get their point across. I thought it, I thought it was a neat way to convey it, especially you know given their era and budget. <laughs> right. Um. You know what? I didn't even look up the budget but i'm kind of interested oh i don't don't know what it was but it probably wasn't enough no i'm sure (laughs) um but overall i i just i couldn't stop enjoying it the only times that i got a little bored were when i mean we've talked about how you know they weren't sure where to cut certain scenes the a lot of the disco scenes went a little too long (laughs) That first disco scene is way too long. Yeah. I feel like I we see the same like was, shot a few times. Yeah. I feel like it was about six minutes long. Yeah. If, I mean, not including the the opening credits, which had the same song rolling. <laughs> yeah. So you've got <laughs> nine minutes of the same song, if we're counting that. Oh, yeah. Um, so Put your weight on it. <laughs> Put your weight on it. Um, so then... We have like this seemingly completely unrelated story going on um, at the rehab center mm, yep. uh, with this other girl who's addicted to angel dust, and uh, like her, I guess like her like uh, like people from her church are all coming in and they're doing like an angel dust exorcism on her. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks <laughs> that, like. That was like a whole thing, and I'm not even sure that that really ever paid off in any sort of way, other than to kind of just like you know, il- like continue illustrating, you know how how crazy this shit is. Well, to be fair, um, I think they were going. You mentioned the collective demon that everyone sees, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that, and you can you can totally prove me wrong in some way, um, but I felt that it had a a sort of meaning where basically when um when tucker overcame it he was doing that for the collective of people that were like stuck in this recurring trip dream like it was kind of a you know kind of a fantasy more, a more almost. symbolic type yeah. of uh, uh uh like a a, a metaphorical climax i suppose yeah it, it was meant everyone be... kind of kind of getting over it at the same time right yeah and the fact that again we do encounter the same demon over and over i i think that that's part because a lot of it's personalized you know you see his mm-hmm. auntie which he hates apparently <laughs> <laughs> yeah we start, suddenly started getting a lot of tucker backstory like in 90 seconds of him like choking out Right, you get. I hate you, Aunt Betty. Aunt Betty, I hate you. And Aunt Betty looks exactly like his mom, but with a with yeah. a bottle of liquor in her hand. No, I was like, I was like, wait, but you were just, you were just like, you know, whatever, you just, man. You were just the mom. How could you be um, in two places? Oh, I see. But um, yeah, I think it was symbolic. We'll get, we get uh, great scenes, uh, like, where the, the cops are, like, uh, raiding uh, the one house before they know that there's, like, a there's a rat in the department. Um, and uh, the guy's busted, and they'll say, I'll blow your afro off. Ha! That's right. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, and then so, like, as, as Tucker's going to the... Um, um, as he's, like, going to, like, the, the, the Angel Dust Factory... Uh, he's like, he's fighting some guys, you know, he's holding his own, but maybe he's struggling a little bit. So I, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, some fucking random guy out of nowhere, not been in the story so far, (laughs) walks up and he's like, Hey, what's going on here? Uh, Rudy goes, this is an angel dust factory. He says, angel dust, let's kick some ass. (laughs) And then this guy just joins in fighting with him. I think that's the point. I think. I, I think they want, like, the public to be... I mean, there was a whole... Like, the community's banning to get... See, it exactly. would have made a little bit more sense if there were more people there. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I do. It's just some fucking random guy. <laughs> Angel, Angel dust. dust. <laughs> for, um, for what it is, 
it's very artistic and very enjoyable. Absolutely. So. I, I think it's a little slow. I, if I had to give it like a major criticism, it's a little slow in the middle. But like sure. honestly, if you if you like this type of movie, you'll genuinely enjoy this. You know, like this is this is a fun watch. Um, you know, will I watch it? You know, like ten more times in my life? No, probably not. But I could I could see a few more viewings in my future. I would say like it kind it kind of loses a little bit of direction in the middle, so it gets a little slow. But other than that, I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> you know, it does have its incomp incompetencies though, so I would probably say like I don't know, maybe four point five Jamie's. Enjoyment is a pretty big factor in most of my ratings, right. so I'm gonna give it a five point five because I want to give it more than a six but i can't abide all the things that we listed already that <laughs> right we're wrong with no it, so. like i i was close to, i was very close to giving it a five but it's like i it's below average for sure right. you know and, and five always makes it sound so bad because we're we're all used to you know american school systems oh right. average is 70 if you're below 70 you suck so yeah um Obviously, for me, anything that's below seven, I, I feel bad, but yeah, I mean, but in reality, but re you know, yeah. In <laughs> yeah. exactly, in reality, if you're looking at it as a movie and not as just an experience, then yeah, absolutely, <laughs> not as our our traumatizing school system, <laughs> then you know you're good to go, right reform the school system guys that's what we're talking about on this podcast <laughs> in fact you know we've we've had a lot of fun talking about movies so far now we're going to get into some serious time <laughs> politics anyone all right fuck that let's move on to theodore rex so um, politics <clears throat> so uh yeah we can talk about racism in this movie and how Whoopi goldberg plays a racist Yes, we can. And she <laughs> she entirely changes her tune within a day, too, which is yeah. it's better yeah, than most buddy comedies. Within a night. Yep. She's like, oh, hey, lay off him, man. <laughs> God, uh, there were so many times where, you know, she, uh, oh, oh, there was one time where, I mean, obviously, we've just talked about the fact that she starts out as a racist. She's like, but he's a dinosaur. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Like a hundred times. Scenes. But he's a dinosaur. And like, should we really quickly <laughs> say what Theodore Rex is about? <laughs> sure. Um, so Theodore Rex, uh, it's a it's a movie from 1995, I think. Um, and basically, we're in this weird uh, future where humanoid dinosaurs coexist amongst humanity and uh, our opening text crawl uh tells you literally everything the bad guy is gonna do within the first 30 seconds yeah. um and uh so we follow uh Whoopi goldberg uh who's you know like you know uh who, who's been a who's been a cop for a while a bad cop a bad cop yeah and we got theodore rex who's a, a one of said dinosaurs and he's this goofy cookie loving uh friendly dinosaur who just wants to become a detective and uh they get put on this case to figure out what's going on <laughs> with this uh, guy who's trying to basically uh start the world over again uh making a bunch of horrible bible allegories that should be banned from all screenplays from here on out because it's fucking old and boring and stupid. <laughs> but you, you don't understand the, like the depth of the two by two. But do you thing. get it though? Yeah. It's but, like, but, but do you, because like, it's called like new Eden. Yeah. It's like where Adam and Eve were, but it's new. Yeah. And then like, you know, like he cloned the dinosaur and called him Adam. Do you get you it? Get it? <laughs> God, fuck this movie. Like, <laughs> I, like, honestly, like, I, one of my notes is, sorry, David. <laughs> I thought this movie was, I thought this movie was going to be a little bit more fun. It was just stupid. It's, like, it's really not. It was the least fun I've had in a long time. 
Um, like this... And I work Go ahead. all the time. So the fact that this is the least fun I've had in a long time, that's, yeah, good job. <laughs> um, I, I will mention, because I will lose this train of thought, but there were so many like logical fallacies within oh, the yeah. relationship that we talk about between uh, Whoopi Goldberg's character and the dinosaur. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Uh, like we said, she hates him. She's like, no, he's a dinosaur. No way. And then, Yeah, I'm not going to work with this guy. Yeah. And then, like, not 20 minutes later, she's like, oh, don't do the eyes. You know I can't resist the eyes. Yeah. It's like, they've esta- like they pretend as though they've resta- established a relationship throughout the course of the movie. And it's only been, like, three minutes. Right. Yeah. No, it's... Like... It doesn't make any sense none of it makes sense like all of a sudden teddy's trying to get her to like hook up with a dinosaur in a dinosaur bar he's just he's just trying to like get by like he's just trying to get his own fucking job and now he wants to to get laid yeah he obviously wants to get laid but does he want to get her laid nah i don't think so so it's just probably not yeah but um Speaking of getting laid, love interest dinosaur. Uh, Molly Rex. Not, yeah, Molly Rex. She looks exactly like Teddy. Um, yeah. No surprise there. But what really was jarring was the fact that while Teddy has a speaking voice, Molly has no such thing. Molly instead sounds like this the entire time That's when she's true. singing. And I was like, okay, well, plenty of people have a horrible singing voice. Uh, let's just see what she says when she says things. And she spoke, and it was the same. She oh, speaks. Teddy. Yeah, it was. It was bad. It was constantly in that range. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's um, like the humor in this movie. Like I think you know. Like here's the thing, it's on the torture podcast. We yeah. didn't expect it to be good. I want to say that from the fucking get-go. <laughs> but, like, the problem is, like, it was, like, it's, like, because it, the thing is, like, aside from, like, some really terrible, um, like, CG city shots and, mm, like, yep. um, like, you know, occasionally, like, the dinosaur, like, you know, like, the, like, I think the eyes fuck up in one scene and you can really tell. Um, like, I mean, the movie's not like incompetent in terms of like you know the the production design and the direction like you know is it good no but like it's not um it's not like terrible in terms of presentation it's just like the screenplay is so flat and fucking boring and the humor is so juvenile there is not a single laugh in this movie not one Oh, well, I'm a recovering carnivore, so, um... And he was like, uh, how about some sweets? It's like, alright. I'm... Like, I, I guess I'm watching this, then. Yeah, like, like he's... Con- like, like the uh, fucking Teddy Rex is constantly fucking talking to himself. Like, he never stops speaking. <laughs> um, and the character, like, our lead character... He's so fucking pathetic. <laughs> like, unlikable. I can't relate to this guy. He's unlikable. Yep. He's a little fuck. Like, he, he acts like a toddler. He's a fucking moron. How am I supposed to like this guy? Like, he's I fucking, like the like, racist you know- better. <laughs> yeah, I like the racist more. <laughs> One thing uh, on likability, actually. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this happening a lot like I did, but I saw it a lot where... Um, they'd be talking perfectly normal, like, you know, I don't know, uh, uh-huh. cop partners would. And then all of a sudden, one of them gets really angry for, like, no reason. Usually yeah. Teddy, but not always. Uh, and they'll just lash out with one or two lines that are, like, really, really bad. Like, you know, uh, I hate you, mom status. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's 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 one scene where like, you know, they're like they're trying to like I mean there's like there's terrible like, you know, buddy cop movie banter throughout this whole thing. Like someone really wanted to make like a Shane Black movie but with fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> um like they're they're sneaking around and like uh like I think Whoopi Goldberg like smells something. She's like, "Oh, was that you?" 
And he's like, what? I didn't butt trumpet. It's like, yeah, this is how a cop would talk. Right. <laughs> like, um... And then you have, like, little talking dolls and bugs and stuff after that. Yeah, just... oh my god. L- listen, by the second half of this movie, I was, like, fucking folding laundry. <laughs> 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 Oh, I wish I had been folding laundry. I was staring at that screen for an hour and a half. God, I, there's just so many like weird little things. Like, um, let's see. Uh, okay, so I guess here's here's one. So I I I like I put very early on. I was like, are we not supposed to know that Whoopi Goldberg's a robot? Because, like, they keep very blatantly referencing, like, oh, like, her getting fucking tune-ups or, or, like, or programming or whatever. And I feel like they're trying to make it seem as though, like, they're talking, like, they're, like, oh, they could be insinuating, like, training or, like, taking time off or something. Right. But it's like, no, she's very obviously, like, a fucking robot. And then, like, it's revealed as though it's a surprise later. And, and I was she's... like, wait, was I not supposed to know? <laughs> right. And then she also, um... Uh, you know, I, she's racist, but she is a robot. Like, how yeah. does a robot? Uh, like, okay, all right, I get it. Like, maybe a sentient robot would be like, all right, fuck humans. But why dinosaurs? What does a robot yeah. have against dinosaurs in this narrative? In this world, uh, yeah. even. For, for sure. Um, there's a part where um, Teddy. Like, he, he goes to get a new look to look more like a detective. And, like, if anything... He looks the exact like, same. He looks more casual, if anything. Yeah. Like, and then they, like... Why why do they have, like, the racist, uh, like, Mexican sombrero get up in, like, the police computer for... <laughs> for costuming? Like... <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't. It's... Like and why does his voice change every time they put a new, put new clothes on him? Like, it's like it's just such a fucking nonsense scene. Or he changes his voice for that uh, that weapons dealer. Oh my god! Oh my god! They're like like every fucking time they meet a new character, we get some like like the the joke is like they're mocking their accent. Oh, that's what was happening. I I didn't like, catch that actually. Because like yeah, Whoopi Goldberg's like making like well Teddy like likes this person with the um is supposed to get along with this person who has like a British accent, and then like Whoopi Goldberg's like mocking the accent, and Teddy starts doing it too. It's like I thought you liked this person. Right. <laughs> like why are you being a shithead? And then later on, I and maybe it was like he was trying to change his voice for the other guy. I thought he was like trying to like mock him, and he was like doing like this. Like, Teddy's doing this weird Arnold Schwarzenegger thing. Yeah. And the other guy sounds nothing like that. <laughs> it was, like, like not even close. <laughs> I think he was trying to sound tough. I, I think that's yeah. what the conversation was about, if I remember correctly. I will say, uh, very surprising appearance by Drusilla from uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Dr. Shade, the British lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she's been through, like two and a half seasons of Buffy. So she's she's a pretty big deal, and I was both happy and sad to see her in this. Happy, <laughs> right. be, happy because I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I fucking know who that is. I like this and, person. You know, yeah. I, I like her. Oh, and then I'm like, this. well, they're in this, though. So, I mean, <laughs> they must have fallen pretty hard. Oh, yeah. A lot of, like, just weird casting. Like, Whoopi Goldberg is, like, the robot super cop. Like, oh yeah. Whose choice was that? You know? Like why? Well, you know, I mean, she's been an angel. Angels, robots, same thing, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like I mean, overall this whole fucking thing is just like there are scenes where the, like the movie just becomes incoherent. Like they'll be talking and then like like dinosaurs will just be making noise over the dialogue. <laughs> 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 like, and, oh, why? I think why he likes happen? you. <laughs> <laughs> he so he can't use his words, like, but you can, right? Like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> I hate this movie. I hate this movie. It was um, in two words: artless, 
and incoherent. I liked your word, incoherent. It's exactly that. It really is torture. It really was torture to watch this movie. Yes. Um, so real quick, uh, oh, man, I, I could fucking rattle off a ton of things uh, here. Like, so one, uh, like, I think the, the uh, Molly Rex had said that uh, the guy who died was like was her roommate, and not her boyfriend. But mm-hmm. like, so yeah. uh, like they're at the funeral, and uh, Teddy's like, "Oh, I'm gonna walk her home," and then he walks her to his place. Yeah, which was really weird. Which was really weird. Um, <laughs> their whole fucking relationship is just weird. Um, there's a part where <laughs> so like uh, like we brought up before. Um, like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm, re- I'm a recovering carnivore. Like, I don't, I don't eat meat anymore. Um, and, or, uh, oh no, like it, it wasn't that it was, uh, the scene was, um, like, oh, why didn't you pull your gun when these, when these guys were like, you know, trashing your car or whatever. And he's like, oh, I don't carry a gun. I'm a pacifist. Literally the next fucking scene, he like threatens to eat a fellow police officer for not giving him a car. Yep. And oh, oh, by the way, uh, the the theme of that like arc is that policemen can have guns and be good about it. So it it was really weird to see a movie that has racism, uh, supports gun violence, and I mean we're watching it in twenty twenty. Yeah. the so uh, let's talk about the like the <clears throat> quote unquote arc for a second because all of a sudden at the ending so Whoopi Goldberg robot gets shot a few times he's he, uh, Teddy's like hey give me your gun she's like you don't need a gun Teddy you use your brain <laughs> oh, that's it's right. like when when the fuck has he like like this was not the arc <laughs> like like we've brought up the gun thing a couple times maybe we're not making any sort of point about police carrying guns or if they need to or not uh like and like when has teddy once used his fucking brain throughout this entire thing also like like he literally saves the day by fucking whacking something accidentally with his tail yep. which does he have control of his tail or not? <laughs> One minute he'll be like, you know, doing fancy tricks with it. And the next minute he's fucking knocking something over. So which is it? I think it's both. I'm sorry. Por que no los dos? <laughs> As he it's would say like... if he were wearing that sombrero. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, the movie's just fucking nonsense. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, the ending... Instead of the end, they say, uh, see ya, you fucking idiot. See ya. (laughs) I forgot about that. I was like, well, that's weird. Like, it's just like, it's like, it's literally like the movie. It feels like the movie's literally telling me, fuck you for watching this, moron. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I can't believe you actually sat through this piece of fucking shit. (laughs) Or it's see ya as in see ya next time you watch this because I know you've got nothing better to do. I really, I, I really wish it would have said "see you next time." <laughs> or thanks so much for watching. <laughs> we, th- yeah, this this fucking super long thank you for sitting through our movie. That's what I really want, actually. Yeah, because it's acknowledging my pain. <laughs> I want an apology. Actually, I think that would be more appropriate. Sorry for um, you watching our movie. <laughs> We're sorry we made it. And <laughs> question uh, mark? In fact, here's your <laughs> question mark. So, yeah, just really awkward and lame. Uh, I wish it was worse because then at least it would have been funny. Uh, I'm going to give it two Jamies. Uh, I'll do you one better. I'm going to give it one Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You wasted my time with this piece of Fuck shit. Theodore Rex. God, yep. what a fucking piece of shit. And I mentioned it to people and they like vaguely recognized the concept. And then I was like, look up a poster and tell me if you haven't seen that shit. And they're like, you know what? I think I have. I think it's I the have. Poster, and I blocked man. it. Yeah. The it, poster is what like drew me in. That's why I wanted to see it. 
I was like, like this just looks like some wacky '90s bullshit. Like, there's no way it's gonna be good. I didn't expect it to be like, like just amazing. Lame, you know? Uh, yeah, I didn't expect it to reach <laughs> such fucking levels of of genius. Anyway, let's move on to Starleaf. So, ah, David, yes. David, you tell me, you tell us about Starleaf. Tell tell the folks at home about Starleaf. All right, so Starleaf is an epic that's disguised <laughs> as a horror, um, disguised as a fantasy film, disguised as a sci-fi film, uh, wrapped in, wrapped in um, a comedy, a comedy, <laughs> clearly I because uh, it's a movie about the dankest weed you ever danked, <laughs> and it's true. In this this dank ass weed is from the the higher intelligence beings of our universe. It's a gift from sentient beings from beyond our reach that want us to find our inner selves and probably to like fuck around with us like sexually or something. There's a lot going oh, on in this movie. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there are a few like weird little like did that happen or not and uh, well, and that's like, weird fine for one like, yeah, that's fine for one encounter. I mean, we were... Was it you and I who were laughing about the whole uh, ending something like it's a dream thing literally just recently? Or Probably, maybe I was... yeah. I mean, I may have been laughing about it with someone else, but that's a no-no uh, for the end yeah. of a movie. And this one did it. Um, this one did it real hard. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Let's, 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 uh... Let's go back to the beginning of this one. Sure, um, sure. By the way, so have you seen this before, or like, where where did this come from? I'm oh, very so curious. this came from uh, searching Amazon Prime for movies. Okay, so you yeah. just found like the the deepest, darkest reaches of Amazon Prime, and naturally this movie comes up. Yeah, I, okay, I, that makes sense. I'm the kind of guy who will watch. Um, really shitty documentaries about conspiracy theories because of course um firstly i love shitty doc if you don't know me already i love shitty documentaries and secondly i love conspiracy theories especially ones about cryptids and aliens and the Loch Ness, <laughs> you know whatever i i don't right. care i just want to watch it and right and so because of my interest in such things uh, as I peruse the available movies that I can rent or watch for free on my Amazon Prime account, um, I come across what looks to be an alien face, uh, like a poster, you know, of an alien yeah. face. But there's like one big marijuana leaf like stamped on it. And I was like, well, this looks like something I have to look into. And it was called Starleaf. I was like, well, now I know what it's about. Right. <laughs> the trailer was about as helpful as the title. Um, and yeah. I was like, you know what? I I think I want to watch this. Um, I, but I, wa- <laughs> I want to force someone else to watch it, too. I'm not going right. to watch it yeah, by yeah. myself and be labeled as a freak. You've been, like, come to... You 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 you've ha- you have been come to what the fuck am I saying? Come to me. <laughs> it, this this movie fucked my brain. Um, no, so you you've you've uh, you come to Wichita, like I don't know a couple times, and I think you've suggested like just sitting down and watching this movie a few times. Yeah, and dude. like every time it was like, man, no, not right now. Like we need to do this for a podcast or something. <laughs> well, every time. Like, Every time we're, like, hanging out and chatting at 4 a.m., I'm like, dude, you know what would be so great right now? Let's watch Starleaf. And you're like, brah, brah, nah. No, I think I I suddenly realized that I'm fucking tired, and I'm like, I do not want to. I do not have the energy to put into Starleaf. I'm not going to sit with you during a... Uh, I mean, it's barely an hour or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it's like an hour and 17 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I won't... I, hey, one thing I will give this movie, they don't fuck around. They get to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. The pacing is, I will say it, superb. I feel yeah, like phenomenal. I feel like the 
the structure is a bit confusing in parts. Uh, yes. Especially yes. the last half. The narrative is weak. Yeah, it is. It really is. But the pacing is top notch. There's nothing. Nothing is wasted. There's no. There's no line left un uh, uncrossed, and there's no stone left unturned, and uh, no stoner left unturned. <laughs> uh-huh. but i honestly like the the main takeaway i had from this movie and like that i'll pretty much you know blanket statement this whole thing with is like i actually don't want to dog this movie too hard like this right. clearly was not for me like you know uh like <laughs> i myself am not a stoner so like a lot of the like and i mean i can go all into like you know different things to do with that in this movie uh so like oh did the ganja alienate you is that what you're saying oh yeah it got me bro um it like it was just like like it it was just yeah it was just like clearly like the story wasn't gonna like be up my alley to begin with but honestly they didn't do a horrible job for probably what their resources were like no no i think it was shot well in most places especially like it's cheap looking obviously like it seems to be like like they're probably lower end cameras and like you can tell that like the lenses are probably like you know probably lower end but like this is a person um, who said i want to shoot a b horror movie yeah and i mean that's what they did honestly like if if you know they if if i found like if i if you know i found out these same people made a different movie with a more a subject matter I was more interested in, I'd probably watch it, you know? Like, sure. uh, like may, that's my main takeaway from this movie. However, <laughs> there are, other there are takeaways. plenty of things I can dog on in this movie, but like, I just want to like, listen, the, the person who, the people who wrote and directed this, there you go. J- just saying, <laughs> like, I'm not mad at you, but now I'm going to fucking tear your movie apart. <laughs> <laughs> So like we have the opening scene with um with uh our, our flashback to uh our two main characters as they're in Afghanistan, you know, they're uh clearly Marines. this uh yeah, they're Marines, they're uh they they're you know, on this mission uh that kind of I guess goes awry. Um and as the title comes up and the opening uh title sequence starts, you realize just how fucking inappropriate <laughs> All of this feels juxtaposed with the fucking alien marijuana movie. <laughs> it's true, because you have a very, very strong dilemma in the first, the literally the first two minutes. And then it, like the title comes up and it's like, alien weed. <laughs> you <laughs> might as like, well wow, call this, it that, right? It's like, this, this is so not okay. <laughs> <laughs> And um, like I like again, you know, I'll give them credit for like trying to tell a story, but like I don't know, I don't like it was it was it was narratively weak, so it didn't really come together for me. Um, the characters, ooh. I don't like a single one of them. Nope, I hate all of them. <laughs> so, so let's see. There's a uh, God. There was something that the the one marine did. Um, James really early yeah. on that pissed me off and i was like all right well he's immediately unlikable and now i well, like, i can't even what was it what what was the one of, one of the first like one of the first fucking things he does he's like oh you guys are a bunch of faggots like yeah like, oh okay that's it. so this is the like this is our main character this is the guy we're supposed to be following like you know mm-hmm. no it's it's one thing if uh you see a background character do it or even a supporting character do it. Yeah. Um, especially later on because you're already used to the idea of them and what they're rooting for. That, that's the supporting character's sure. redemption arc, you know, yeah. not the main character. You <laughs> um, just faggots. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Cause I was like, whoa, he, that, I mean, five minutes haven't passed. I mean, not counting the opening titles with the alien weed, ball right. that's flying around space that was awesome by the way but uh oh yeah oh it was great you have that that that's the thing i i knew there was something i didn't like about him but i couldn't remember what it was and then um tim clearly doesn't take anything seriously he's like downplaying both his girlfriend and 
his best friend in every single conversation yeah. just to get every some weed. One, yeah. Just to get some he, dang no, weed. No, he's the worst character. He's like, he, like, I feel like I wasn't supposed to, like, you know, I feel like maybe at the beginning I was supposed to like him and then it was going sure. to, like, it was going to switch. But, like, I didn't fucking like him from the beginning because he's like, like, his friend's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not into this at all. He's like, no, but I'm just going to fucking, you know, drag you in here. Right, exactly. Like, I mean, f- he's, fuck he's you. Literally, he's literally saying, hey, I can't be tested positive for this shit. He's like, no, but you're going though. Like, how uh, how much more of a oh dick can you God. be? Like, this is his career. He could literally be. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know how the military handles this kind of thing, but I imagine you could even get court-martialed for drug testing Maybe, positive. Yeah. I mean, it you're putting someone's career on the line um, just to get your dank ass weed. <laughs> I'm going to keep <laughs> yeah, using bro. that term. Um, cause this is the only time that we've ever been able to say dank ass weed in a podcast. I mean, it's the dankest weed, apparently. It, it's you know? the dankiest of the dank weeds. Um, <laughs> oh, and then you've got the girlfriend, uh, Martha, which is. Yeah. Martha. That's... Yeah. No, like, I don't think they say their, I don't think they say her name until like halfway through the movie. And I was like, who the fuck is Martha? <laughs> I was like, is it this lady's, like, mom or something? I'm like, certainly not the female character we've been following throughout this entire film. She's no Martha. <laughs> no, she's discount Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Oh, and oh my god. Let me tell you, like, listen. If you've learned anything from listening to this podcast, it's that, like, you know, the the pop culture stuff I like, or pop culture references I like, are very few and far between. <laughs> oh, yeah. So when this... He hates Like, them. the fucking movie, like, almost, like, you know... Completely like the, full. The, the spine of it is almost, like, on pop culture references. Dated ones... Like, because I think this movie came out in, like, 2015 or something. Sure. It's like, these were dated for the time. But, yeah. I mean, like, the references were dated before the fucking... That franchise ended. <laughs> like... <laughs> They probably, you know what? They probably spent a while putting it together, though. So, I, I well, get, and I wonder I if maybe the, it was like shot in twenty, like you know, twenty eleven or whatever, like, or even know. that the writer didn't bother to change it, and it was written in like, you know, I mean, it'd be hard to change. Yeah, exactly. Considering the movie, fucking like the the part of the movie hinges on it. <laughs> yeah, it's written in twenty ten. So, um, let's just assume that and. <laughs> yeah yeah um but martha i'm going to say also awful because oh, yeah. uh she is constantly uh, uh, i mean it's weird because it doesn't happen until the start of the second act but now all of a sudden she's constantly trying to get um james to uh do something with her when she's clearly tim's girl and it's yeah. just all this very weird like oh, I guess you have to have some sexual interplay somewhere in a quote-unquote horror movie. Um, well, I had wondered, like, because they, and, like, I, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I had wondered if maybe they were, like, trying to, with their horrible Twilight references, because they even say uh, he, uh, he looks like the werewolf guy. Like, are, like, are oh. they trying to set up a love triangle like Twilight? But, the I mean, the other guy doesn't, you know, look like... Uh, fucking robert pattinson you know no so i mean I all, all they've got is that one guy's you know darker than the other i mean that's pretty much all you've got going yeah. for it and then you know you've got discount Kristen stewart in there as well um yeah, no she's uh she's terrible like well it's like they don't like and i mean there's like a did you see the after credits thing for this movie no i, I don't think i did no so like they they um like, oh, they started surfing or something, right? No. Um, so after the, after the credits, like they cut back to like the the wolf person who's running around. That's like you know a doppelganger of her. Oh, sure. Apparently, right. like she's still there in some way. So I don't know how that actually is like supposed to work or whatever. Maybe that was like set up for a sequel. But it's like oh, because like she never had any sort of redemption. Like you know, like her spirit's still there or something like that. <laughs> How fucking weird. 
Because okay, actually, now that you're talking about, about redemption, she never gets she never gets any sort of like you know uh, any sort of comeuppance. She nope. never like you know redeems herself. She's just a piece of shit throughout the entire movie. A piece of shit who suddenly just acts like a a wallflower in the last five ten oh, minutes yeah. of the yeah. It's weird. And we'll, since we're talking about redemption, um, is it not weird that I mean, because I felt weird seeing this character choice. Uh, Tim was like, oh, that's all I wanted to hear this whole time or whatever it was. I'm like, I it didn't seem like it. There was no hinting. He was at avoiding this. There the was, topic. There was no hinting at this throughout the story um, from James or Tim really until uh like the last half of the movie it just seems like there's there's a there's a point where um like uh, discount Kristen stewart says uh did you guys ever kill anyone oh right very Mm -hmm. inappropriately like uh when they're camping or whatever and like that like that scene didn't go anywhere um like they they kind of brought it it. up a couple times yeah and, like, it's like, yeah, no, anytime the subject was brought up, he, like, you know, very blatantly avoided it, you know? Like, he was like, oh, yeah, we're not talking about that. Fuck that. So it's no. like, no, he didn't want shit. <laughs> what I know from my experience in watching uh, horror movies be and otherwise uh, is that you do always have a dirty, dirty secret. Right. And the dirty, dirty secret is pushed over and over again, the boundaries are pushed until little by little pieces are revealed to the characters that are supposed to have this person's back, the the secret keeper. I mean, that's yeah. it's it's almost like textbook. So for them to never push the boundaries and to just back off every time, it felt cheapened. Yeah. When you finally say, oh, well, I forgive you. The only time they did push the boundaries is when she brings it up. Right. And like then yeah, it's it's dropped immediately. Like it's it's never like the two characters it actually affects never like, you know, express anything about it in that scene. Um No bro, man, that, that didn't happen, no bro. It's <laughs> um, inappropriate, bro. Bro, no. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh oh, speaking of the camp scene, um we get a torture podcast staple of uh day for night scenes yes yes we did Man, some just like i mean like listen they never show the sky here like we've had movies that show the fucking like daytime sky when it's supposed <laughs> to be a night scene they never did that but it's it's very clear that <laughs> like they just tinted everything blue and it's supposed to be night now uh, I will live for the day that we come across a movie that's animated and still shoots day for night. <laughs> Just saying. That's I, that's my I dream. To, I need to change some shit on Nightmare Drive real fast. <laughs> it's all it's all daytime now, but blue, so you're, you're good still. Um, oh, good, buddy. <laughs> Just show the sky a little. Oh, oh. By the way, are you into Asian fairy porn? <sighs> what the f- like? Yeah, what the fuck is Asian fairy porn? I was like, I, I th- I've never. I mean, I you know, I'm not necessarily the guy that you would go to about it, but I also have listen. Never we're heard both of it fairly anyway. vanilla, you right. know. Yeah, but <laughs> well, like so, you would I think thought you'd at least said... hear about it. I don't know. Right. Right. Um, I thought when she said Asian fairy porn, she was talking about hentai. Sure. Um, and so, like, like immediately, like, cause, so, like, you know, because this is, like, a trip scene. She's talking to um, uh, fucking James. Jake or whatever. Yeah. James. Um, and he's and she's like, oh, he, he's only interested in Asian fairy porn. And then, like, they see, he sees, like, an Asian fairy, like, dancing around. And I was like, you can immediately make this scene, like, funnier by putting like an animated hentai girl dancing around <laughs> and, just, and like you know like having like just fucking like <laughs> just like having her like speaking like high-pitched japanese like i was like th- immediately i would have laughed at that this is just like this is weird and awkward <laughs> like yeah it's just it's just some asian lady dancing around with fairy wings on 
which What's is underwear on right which i've just never heard of and so it was I, I i just didn't get it it didn't feel like it was meant to be got it just felt like a joke that was made specifically for this film and yeah. has no audience for it other than the people who made the film oh so like so there's the part like he has a gopro camera on him the whole time oh yeah and like they like they just keep trying to like dance around all these like like oh he said not to have those oh well i oh, i'm taking it oh he said we can't have phones well uh but i want it no you can't have that and then she takes oh, okay. it anyway yeah then they both take him anyway um and so he's like trying to record himself like you know like a blair witch project scene or whatever and uh he's like like, they're, they're just trying, like, he's like, oh, I know, look, this is like a scene out of a dumb horror movie or whatever. It's like, you you don't get away with your stupid cliche by saying it's a stupid cliche. <laughs> like, that's not how this works. There are only so many times that someone can implement that before it gets tired. And I think yeah. we hit that limit a long, long time ago. <laughs> but I digress. Uh... Oh, everyone's yeah. rule breaker in this story it's not just one person like it usually is everyone wants to bring in their cameras or steal uh weed clippings yeah. um and that's that's how this whole story turns into a a dreamlike fiasco um like so there's there's one of there's one of the dreams where um uh, James, like, you know, he, like, randomly picks up a gun. He's, like, he's fighting terrorists. And uh, then he shoots his friends. And uh, they were dead long enough that I actually started wondering if they were really dead. Because I was like, they're not dead. And, like, I don't know. The scene, like, the scene with him and, like, the trippy, like, park ranger, mm -hmm. like, yep. went on so long. I was like, man, they really killed those characters. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's ballsy. Right. <laughs> and then, no, they were fine. Well, and given that there were only three, I I I have my misgivings because if I had only three characters, I don't think that I would kill two of them at the same time. I would relish it, right? You know, yeah. so I mean, I I would kill two at a time if I had ten characters to kill. That'd be fun, but you know, I once they weren't once it like they it turned out to like you know just be like a hallucination. I was like, okay, these characters are all three of these characters are making it out. Like, you know, it's like, none of them are going to die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They can't do the I killed them twice thing. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So feelings <laughs> on this movie. Do you have oh, feelings? feelings? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't think I've had feelings in years. Oh no. You didn't feel anything for this movie. Oh, just in general. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It must hurt. <laughs> Well, but, I guess it know, doesn't. You want my opinion on it. <laughs> uh, um, not so no, much. Um, Just the feelings. <laughs> uh, man, you know, again, like I, I already kind of said a good amount about it. Like the, the story, the story's weak, but they tried. Um, like there, there's plenty, there's plenty of good stuff in here to where like the quality of the movie isn't terrible. Like there's some, you know, there's some cheesy looking special effects but some of them aren't that bad um like they got good drone shots uh mm, you yep. know I, I i i actually laughed at this movie like rather laughed with this movie a couple times uh as opposed to you know teddy rex which was a fucking comedy and i hated it the entire time yeah um like there's a bit where uh like a dude just like fucking pushes a door off of like a off of this old van and like stumbles out like <laughs> it's it's great <laughs> no real strong feelings on either like high end of this of the spectrum so i'll just say like a 3.5 okay um i'm gonna give it a four because okay. uh i mean mostly i still i still enjoyed watching it and again mm -hmm. enjoyment for me for those of you who don't know i i like to rate things a little higher if i did in fact enjoy the experience you know, it very clearly doesn't fit the genres that it's supposed to. It's it's very clearly straddling the lines between what genre conventions are needed 
Yeah, so, it never um, goes all in on any of them. No, and it, that disappointed me knowing that it was a horror film and we didn't really get horrified. So, mm-hmm. um, because that's that's a number one for me in alien movies is is a nice horror. So, but um, yeah, four I think four Jamies would would do me do me good. It would do four me. Four Jamies will do you. Yeah, it'll do me dank. <laughs> well, David, you're not gonna ask me what the next episode is, are you? Because, because I, oh, I, no. I, don't Absolutely. Know. I, no, see, like as soon as like, because I, I stopped doing that joke, and then Chris started doing it because like I wasn't, so uh, it, it immediately became unfunny. Ah, yep. <laughs> the old if Chris winds up doing it, it's not funny. <laughs> the classic, the classic switcheroony. Um, yeah, no, we've, we've all had, we've all had fun here on the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Now let's talk about, uh, let's talk about our our public schools. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com. They can't do the I killed him twice thing, so. Right, yeah, yeah. It's not Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to take that out, so, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we can't talk oh, about fuck. Harry Potter. Think, or... Thanks a lot, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, thanks. You cut. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Let's leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it.